Brandon. What? Did you hear? I hear what? You hear what the streets are talking? They go. Yeah. Cars in the distance. Yeah. Low rumbling. The street's been waiting for this one. Silent music playing. Yeah, they've been waiting for silent music to be playing or just like nothing. Dissonant soundscape. Ominous music builds. The street's been saying, talk to us. Talk to us? Yeah. They want want to talk to us. You cannot read the signs. Oh. They they should. Are are we we open to talk to the streets still? We talk to them? You can go on the balcony. You can talk to them. Can I go like, caca, caca? If you're a bird, yeah. No, they say the bird is word. I want to surf now, too. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is a word. What's up with us watching really depressing horror films? I don't know. Are horror films like normally upbeat? Yeah, let's watch Tuck and Dale vs. Evil. <laughs> okay. What was that? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well then, we're just haunted. <laughs> we didn't plan this, by the way. Yeah, we're just haunted. Well, about time. Supposed to be haunted. <laughs> We're not doing a seance after this. Let's tell you that much. Yeah. The, the, uh, Condor. No, stop. Stop. Don't, don't say the, I don't have the Necronomicon. It'll be fine. Maybe you do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't, I, didn't, just, I didn't check all my cupboards properly. <laughs> you probably buried it underneath all this. Buried the floorboards, yeah. yeah. You never know. Shit. It's in the walls, yeah. Well, I tell you what you don't have, a human hand. I, I think I have two of them, in fact. <laughs> I saw a loose human hand. Yeah, it's kind of attached to my body. Welcome to a new episode of Cashers and Critics slash Spooktoberfest 23. 2023. Just 23. Well, what if someone's listening to this in uh, right, this is Jordan twenty three? This is Jordan Zier, okay. What if someone's listening to this in thirty twenty one twenty three? Well, our legacy, well, our legacy, <laughs> our legacy. Yeah, to be like AI and critics, <laughs> AI and critics. Yeah, they just replicate our voices. Yeah, exactly. Technically, I could probably do that. I could probably do that now, honestly. There's not yeah. footage or recording. They could probably just analyze our voices and say some shit that sounds like us. Yeah, maybe we, maybe instead of being cashiers and critics, we just change it to AI and critics now. And then someone will play it for me like, did I do this? <laughs> you called off one day and be like, don't worry, Brandon, I got you. <laughs> Show up with a whole new movie. <laughs> Would you voice? <laughs> I mean, if that technology existed, I'd be tempted to like try an episode like that. Be like, just post AI, be like, talk about this movie. And then it would just like see it goes on for an hour about I don't know what. 
some movie we've never watched or we have watched. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could. We just had to write a script, which I mean, that would be a new thing for us because we never ever wrote a script. <laughs> now you wouldn't have to write a script if you had enough data. Mm, maybe, maybe they just like a, a compilation of episodes that like AI already gets us. Like, yeah, we 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 know that we know how they talk. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. Such are the current trends of the world. Yeah. All right, let's talk to the let's talk to the peeps over here. Who? The peeps, the listeners. Hello. Yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna want to talk to them. Yep. Talk to them. Tell them. Tell, Tell them, them that the Aussies got us for horror movies now. Yeah. They got us. What do you mean? Hasn't there been Australian horror movies? I don't know any. Do you? No. I don't. I'm not very well versed in horror movies, so I couldn't name any, like many horror movies, let alone Australian ones. I I, I, I look up Australian horror movies. First review Kangaroo Jack. First one, Cargo. Second one, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Mad Max earlier. <laughs> That's pretty horrifying. I've never seen it. The Baba Duke. Is that Australian? Oh my god, I didn't know. I don't know. It's apparently Australian. Well, okay. Well, there you go. That's the one. Someone, the loved ones. Mm. Relic. But seriously, where's Kangaroo Jack? That's horrifying in a different way. <laughs> any, I, the only one I've heard of here is the Baba Duke. I don't know any of these other movies. Baba Duke. You might know some of these. I don't know any of these movies. No, just the Baba Duke, to be honest. Dead Calm. Wait, I've heard of that too. Oh. Well. Wormwood? I don't know any of that. The Reef. I think I've actually heard the of that. The Reef? The Reef. Mm. It's about a shark. <laughs> Realistic horror movies. Yeah. Jaws 2, just bigger. Jaws 3D. D. Where the shark has psychic powers. Does that actually? Yeah. Oh my God. Can you just read people's thoughts? Yeah. Wow. It's the psychic shark. Wow. So it's bigger Jaws then. No, it's not bigger, it's smarter. But when does bigger Jaws come? Like, when does the original Jaws help the the heroes fight bigger Jaws? Does that happen? It should happen. I don't think that happened. <laughs> it's an old family guy joke. No. Where Peter's like, yeah, let's make bigger Jaws. And then, like, it's uh, if you're facing Jaws... And then bigger Jaws comes out, and now they have to work together, Jaws and the people, the human, because mm-hmm. they have a common enemy now. Yeah, that's like Batman versus Superman. If you really think about it. <laughs> bigger Jaws, is just <laughs> the last act of uh, Batman versus Superman. Gotta stop the bigger Jaws from taking over, yeah. <laughs> forcing his jaw rule over the people. Bigger Jaws should really be living it up. <laughs> yeah. 
We're not talking about any of these things. <laughs> We're talking about talk to me. No, I refuse. We refuse to talk to the, to the peeps. Behind the scenes, me and Jimmy don't actually film in the same studio. <laughs> in fact, we don't even film together. We, we don't even look at each other anymore. He just send me his resp- his things and I respond to them. And then we we mesh, mash it up in editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how we, the most inefficient way exactly. possible. We have one word replies. I asked him, can I come now Like to the studio? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? That's that's a different type of podcast. I'm not Adam22, okay? If you can uh, subscribe to our OnlyFans, you too can also hear these podcasts. $20 a month. Yeah, man. Can can we get this pod on OnlyFans? (laughs) Is that a new thing? We're just going to be able to put in podcasts on OnlyFans? People will be doing that now. They do the sex cast. Oh, I thought you just, I was thinking just like them talking about like fucking football. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you could do that technically. It's just, you know, do it on Patreon. you do know that OnlyFans was not a, a porn thing. Just when the porn stars took over, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, no, I think if you do the podcast, people put it on Patreon. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the, the site you go to beg for money for people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, join us on our Patreon right now. <laughs> join us on our Patreon. You can get exclusive access early. You know, funny enough, all, look, look, look. It, we ever became popular, just saying. A Patreon is not that crazy of an idea. What do you mean, charging people like five bucks a month or something? <laughs> 9,000. Fuck. <laughs> Joke. For what? <laughs> For nothing. Just. Behind the scenes. There's nothing behind the scenes that's really important, though. <laughs> Anyways, talk to me. Uh, newest, uh, one of the newer horror movies that have come out it's from since 20, the time of the recording, obviously. It's from 2022. Still, it got released this year. Are you sure? Yeah. Didn't come out last year? No. It probably came out for festivals. Ah, uh, yeah, it probably did. Yeah, that would explain why it said film festival at the beginning of the film. <laughs> I'm yeah. so confused. I'm like, is this a film festival? Yeah, it probably came for a film. It came out 30th October in, yeah, Adelaide Film Festival. Yeah. And then came out, yeah, this year in July. Yeah. So, brand new horror film. And uh, I think this is the first one we're actually doing a horror film off on the year where it's supposed to come out. Yeah, we're in the current year. We're we're hip with the yeah, trends. Exactly. People tell us, yeah, we're only so old, huh? Well, look at this, motherfuckers. We're doing it again. Look, I think part of the reason is one, we don't do a lot of horror films until this time of year, and two is like I've mentioned before, a lot of horror films that come out that are new are just not good <laughs> unfortunately yeah, yeah well. and just not worth talking about yeah pretty much which is you know you'd say that about a lot of movies we gotta sift through the the refuse of the the cinema world yeah exactly make myself sound as pretentious as possible <laughs> uh 
So this movie has a nice origin. Hold on, I'm gonna cough for these. Oh Jesus, he's possessed. He's get him. Jeez. Girl was sneezing in the beginning of the movie, and I sneezing now. Get him. Ah. He's cursed. Anyways, I'm back. <laughs> this is man's worst Michael Jackson impression. <laughs> no, what do you mean? I'm trying to grasp my air like how these guys do it when they get fucking possessed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just choke. Choke, yeah. He's a so, choke artist. <laughs> B Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. His name is Jimmy too. I just took that in. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh so this movie has a nice origin. The directors of these films, they started off from having a very successful YouTube uh channel. I don't know what it is. Not successful to me, I guess. <laughs> okay, what is Danny and Michael? Oh, Raka Raka. Yeah, I've heard of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I've heard of them. And uh, what content did they even do anyways? No clue. I just heard of them. Raka <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Raka, yeah. So, um, like, they have a great interesting uh background considering you know you don't really hear about youtubers doing movies but i guess they are doing it now and they really did a good job like honestly for their first fucking film this is not bad it was pretty well done honestly yeah i've definitely seen some more like well-seasoned people make a lot worse films than this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn straight. So, I guess the question is, is it scary? Is it scary? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of scary. I think, I think when I watched this film initially, I was like, like they, I got like overhyped to the fucking moon because I'm thinking, oh, like everything I hear is like really good reviews on it. So, I'm excited. He says it's really scary. I'm like, okay, bet. I'm going to go watch it. Come out of it. One thing to me was, I don't think it was that scary as much as I thought it was. Do I still say that there are some weird and frightening scenes? Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I could definitely, this is definitely a scary film. So Yeah, I mean, like one of the more scarier parts was actually like in kind of subtle in a sense that's kind of shocking i think i told you which scene was oh yeah so yeah like i don't know like it's hard because i i was so bothered at first because i was just thinking oh was that all to the story but the more i thought about it like i really had to think about this for a while and I was thinking, yo, I think this movie's pretty good. Because it the theme of, of this movie gets like it gets shown. Like it me like it, they do a good like how do I say it? They explain the theme of this film like really well. Which is a like majority is literally about grief. Yeah, grief. Possibly drug addiction. Drug addiction, yeah. If you Try and read too deep into the film. Yeah, exactly. The analogies is drug dealing, peer pressure, pressure, 
like especially by teenagers. Yeah. Social media trends. Yeah, they're just general bullying. Yeah, bullying. Yeah. Uh, gaslighting. Gaslighting. Oh, the fucking demons gaslight her. Yeah, this fucking the priest from The Exorcist was right. The demons are gaslighters. <laughs> yeah. It's a constant theme. The <laughs> demons are always gaslighters and never honest. Yeah. Yeah, so. No, I just, I really, I generally liked it more thinking about it and then watching with this viewing. I'm like, I like it a lot more than I initially did. How about you, Brandon? Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I thought I liked how the um, the way it played out. Like it kept you invested by you, so by keeping it sort of you know, you know, they they presented things in a way where it was not clear cut on what was happening. Mm. It left to sort of you know, it kept trying to make you like second guess yourself on like what the actual premise or not the premise what the plot was going on in the plot with the characters yeah sort of is this real is this not which Mm -hmm. made it more interesting than just like a typical you know possession demon film yeah so it was more it's like okay well you think you know what's going on but then you don't and then you do but then you really don't yeah So, so it's like uh that's good. I liked how it was done, and you know, all the 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 use of uh, various types of music throughout the film <laughs> really make it hit for the audience. Yeah, I mean, the last film. I don't know if this is going to go in order, but the last one we talked about with the the thing, it did have a decent soundtrack, which we didn't mention. I think, but oh, yeah, we didn't. Fuck, <laughs> it didn't. But most of the time, there wasn't a lot of music in it, so. So this uh, this film definitely made use of. I find that's a very uh, more of a common thing in modern horror films is the use of like sound and music a lot to change the mood. Mm-hmm. Like I guess back in the day it wasn't as common for whatever reason. Maybe it was just harder to get music produced. Maybe it's just these films weren't necessarily thought were going to be popular, so the studios didn't give them enough of a budget to produce more music. So ah, uh, fair enough. Maybe that was just the style time. Who knows? But so. and I guess they maybe they can use music a bit more properly. <laughs> not, not like The Exorcist, where <laughs> the main theme song happens when you walk with yeah, a girl. The non scary, the non scary scene. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it just didn't make any sense. But yeah, I mean, what was that? also? Yeah, just a lot of films do that. Also, there's a lot of trends for these films to use just like slowly building ambient noise as music in a way mm. like like so sound just gets really loud and mm-hmm. then like cuts off suddenly i think i probably mentioned that at one point but i noticed this trends or i noticed this more often in films when i saw that one movie uh was it ex machina mm. or I don't, I don't know that director likes to do that a lot he just likes really loud soundscapes slowly and just of random noise. Yeah. It's not really like music so much. It's just like, it's just unsettling. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes you, it's like some weird primal, like unsettling thing of just hearing like jumbled sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I can see that. It's uh, Alex Garland, by the way. Uh, yeah. He, he does that, do that a lot in his movies. 
technically I've only seen two of them. I haven't seen Annihilation yet. So yeah, movies kind of weird as well. Uh, but is, is it worth uh, spooked over? Is that a horror movie? I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. No, I no. mean, his third movie is called Men. And, uh, it's a true horror. Yeah, literally, it's the true horror. Okay, that movie I would love to do for like an episode. It's just, I, I just think it's such a bizarre film that I don't even think that like us can even talk about it. Maybe, who knows? Trying to accept it. Yeah, let's bring out the David Lynch and all that. We're just talking about bizarre films. We tried it then. I mean, I I did try to suggest a bizarre film and it got vetoed, unfortunately. But oh, what? Lift? I was trying to. Not for this, for another day. Which one? Uh, Pink Flamingos. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, hey. Now that. Speaking of uh, horror movies where things are gross, apparently that film is very gross. So Flamingos? Yeah. Not that I've seen it, but. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day, yeah. When we'll I just bring it up. Nerve. Yeah, one. We'll do it. Again. We'll do it. Yeah, but going back to talk to me, that's. Uh, I guess the general te- atmosphere of the whole film is more unsettling, rather than just like outright scary. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. I personally find that more effective, at least to me. Yeah. Than just like straight up going for the spooks, you know. Mm-hmm. It just you want. I don't know. It's probably why a lot of people these days still read books in the year 2023 because your own imagination can mess you up worse than like what's actually being shown to you. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I think this film did well. It just captured a very unsettling atmosphere the whole time. Yeah. And what did you think about the like performances? Because how are these people obviously no namers? And uh, except for one, I know the mom... For the fuck, what's her name? Jade, the mom Sue. Yeah, but like the like the, the oh, daughter's name is the Jade. Jade. Yeah. Yeah. So Sue, she's in uh, Lord of the Rings. That's how I remember her. She's in Lord of the Rings. Who's she playing Lord of the Rings? She's the one that uh like starts like having a thing for Aragon. Uh. Okay. And then like she kills the the Wicker Man King. At the third movie, she's like, oh. I am no man. Morwin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I actually didn't look that up. I just remembered. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, I am no man. Right. Yeah, it's not even the name. It's Eowyn. So I, f- I got the wrong name. Well, he, I got it. <laughs> Eowyn. God, imagine doing a Lord of the Rings uh, spoke to I... oh, sorry, episode. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh god that would take a while yeah <laughs> that's gonna be after like a few parts yeah <laughs> yeah and then people are gonna be like well, actually if you read the silmarillion i feel like anyone who's read the silmarillion can just make up whatever the shit they want and i, and I have to believe them because no one read read that fucking book yeah it's a fucking massive text oh yeah. does that have like a dictionary for like elvish I know the Lord of the Rings books actually did. <laughs> if you want to learn Elvish. <laughs> shit. Bro, yeah. well, Tolkien was on some next level shit, bro. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> Guy, like, had an imagination, just took it to, to like, a thousand percent. <laughs> even J.K. Rowling wasn't even like that. 
Yeah, it's just like, bro, just this man is is on something. But yeah, well, okay, talk to let's talk to the audience again. Talk to the audience while we're talking to them. Well, what do you want to talk to them about? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I asked you a question, but the actors, the actors, yeah. So the actors, yeah, no, they did a good job. I thought. I mean, yeah, it's like considering it's a first thing, none of the performances seem particularly bad or wooden at all like even the characters who had like like if i had to pick a person in the film who had bad like the worst acting it was like jade's boyfriend maybe but even then he was fine yeah like he had the least character of anyone in the film but yeah he that's like fine you don't not everyone has to have like a really standout personality Mm -hmm. in a movie it's supposed to be a more grounded film i guess in a way yeah so it's not like everyone's gonna be like a, a fucking caricature over mm-hmm. here. yeah i i also think that yeah maybe they like underutilize some people yeah because it, like they all show up and then magically they fucking disappear yep. like the two fucking people who introduced the hand disappear uh yeah jade's boyfriend fucking completely disappears from the story yeah he has like one major scene yeah but even that like i I, okay i remember having one of these issues yeah he's in the movie and it's established that there's a a love triangle issue happening and like it doesn't go anywhere that plot never gets concluded yeah, even when it sort of becomes an issue, it's not really it's not really much of an issue. Yeah. So why why bring it up then? Because it doesn't do anything for the story. I don't know. To me, I'm like I feel like there is like a couple. This movie is also very short too. So I'm thinking it's an hour this. Hour and a half. Yeah. I'm thinking this movie was probably like two hours. Had to cut it down. Yeah, they had to cut it down for whatever reason. I mean, they are first-time directors. I'm pretty sure some production studios and like, are like with their fucking like margins and their statistics, like saying movies, horror movies over two hours don't do good. Apparently. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe it was just like the pacing would have been too slow or something if they, their whatever script they were running, they kept the that maybe. plot line in. It's possible. I mean, Maybe. But I, I just think that was kind of weird because it just doesn't go anywhere and it gets introduced and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, I don't know the whole story of like, I guess the brother and like the sister's sort of strained relationship just sort of dissolves after one point. Like that whole thread just kind of gets resolved quickly after the incident. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. It's just kind of like, they're like literally like, I hate you. And then it's like, Oh, thing happens. And it's like, okay, we'll just pretend that never happened. Exactly. Cause the next thing, you know, she's like, there, you know, like comforting him, like every second of the fucking way. And I'm like, I'm not saying that's not, you're not supposed to do that. You are. But it's like, like exactly, like where is it going? 
There's no conclusion to that. Not even an apology or anything like that. I don't know. It's it's possible the direct they were just going for the general idea of like teenage angst and teenage problems without yes. having them like be too serious to the plot. Yeah, I guess maybe to make them more relatable to the youth, as we are, we're very hip with the youth. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. That's my guess. It's like you got to make them feel like teenagers in a way. So I guess they're trying to give them like teenage problems be like oh they have like some she likes he's dating her but then they used to date sort of and then you know their brother is like like 14 or whatever and you can't hang out with her older sister anymore or uh, it's just do anything to move the plot for i don't know whatever like i said it, it could just be like a whole they went for a more of like an atmosphere like thing rather than have it be an actual plot yeah Fair enough. Like, I guess to make the characters feel more real. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I guess if that's their objective, it sort of worked because they're mm-hmm. teenagers and they felt like teenagers arguing over petty shit. Like, yeah. So how do you feel about, like, the whole, like, horror element out of this uh, film? Obviously, in this film, they have the hand has, like, this object of, like, like, if you hold the hand and you say, talk to me, shit really happens. Yeah, I mean, I felt like once they moved away from the the stupid idea of, you know, like, dumb TikTok trends for the hand mm-hmm. and actually focused, like, more on, like, the horror aspect of it, I thought it was pretty good. Mm. I feel like that, like, whole, like, I... Me and you were just making fun of these people so much in the beginning. I'm like, what is wrong with these idiots? <laughs> like, they're just like, see people be like, oh, I'm going to kill you all. And then they'd be like, <laughs> so you really didn't like that compared to. No, I also just don't like TikTok. So, yeah. <laughs> or it's just like social media trends in general. Yeah. Or someone's like, hey, guys, why don't you try this challenge? We're a fucking jump out of a moving boat. Like. <laughs> That was an actual real one, by the way. Yeah. Two people died. Yeah. And I'm and they're like, yeah, that sounds fun. I'm like, teens are fucking stupid. <laughs> they are, but but I think that's like, I guess your point talking about like teenagers creating creating this world of like issues, and that's what the directors obviously kind of wanted to capture. It, they also just captured the stupidity of like younger people. Or just, okay, maybe I shouldn't even say younger people because let's just be honest. Fucking people in their fucking 20s and 30s are, are st- do stupid shit too. No, of course. So, and, and they're online too. So I wouldn't even say younger people. Let's say the social media age. Yeah. Of people now where like everything is clout. And yeah. you know that like one guy when you went to high school who probably did a lot of dumb shit? Yeah. For like attention seeking? Yeah. Yeah. It's like now turn like up a million. Because let's be honest, some people now, like back then, probably wanted to do stupid shit like this all the time. But now in this uh, generation, A, it's in the internet. So that shit lives forever now. B, uh, a lot of people are just a lot more outspoken, more social now in TikTok. Like in the TikTok age, because everybody is like, has a TikTok now. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you think, like, back in the days, like, damn, like, there wasn't even a lot of YouTubers. 
back then? No, I mean, it's like, how are you going to make a YouTube? Like, you have to get, like, a fucking camera. Like, not everyone had, like, smartphones. Back uh, yeah. So. But let's say, like, back before Vines even, I mean, even during Vines, let's just say that. Like, a lot of people started, like, randomly posting higher and higher. So it's like, I think now, like, it's more socially acceptable to be uh, a social media person. Than it was back then because back then you still have some sort of like it's it was seen to be clownish, yeah. You know, like oh, ill you have a YouTube page, oh, so embarrassing, huh? You know, person trying to be fucking talented, uh, not trying to be talented, trying to make a name for themselves or anything like that, huh? What a joke! Now, like everybody has a TikTok and nobody says a goddamn shit about it. Yeah, the amount of cringe TikToks I've watched are just. <laughs> Yeah. Outstanding. So I just feel like in this day and age, everybody now is acceptable to dumb shit. And it's everywhere and everybody has crowd mentality and they just want to join in with the trend. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like we're saying, it's not like people weren't doing dumb shit at our age when I was a teenager. I was probably one of them. So. Yeah, but it was looked down upon. Yeah. Now it isn't. Now it's lifted. Yeah, exactly. I mean... You did some dumb shit, you got in trouble, and then that was it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was sort of self-contained within your school or your social circle or whatever. Right? Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, guys, I heard about, like, this like this thing where you swallow, like, fucking cinnamon and see if you can't fucking choke to death. Do you want to do it? No, no one, no one came up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, I mean, people talked about things, but it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. It wasn't like people were just, people just kind of did their own thing in a way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think that like this movie does a really good part. And that's what I, I did like about it. And I, obviously I like the part where they explore more of like the, the, the results and the aftermath of like TikTok gone wrong in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like when the, when the joke becomes actual serious now i do like that aspect but i did like the aspect of just them clowning around and it, you're cringing there because you already know something's gonna fucking happen because of course it, something would happen yeah you know but like let's just be honest though i know this is a movie and people are probably thinking oh that would never fly by in real life maybe it would no, that's the worst part. Jamia <laughs> said it probably would. Yeah. I know it would. Like I said, the amount of these challenges I've seen are just like, you're just like fucking risking your life, essentially. I'm yeah, exactly. Like, like, what are you doing? Like Exactly. So, like, it's funny just because people laugh but like, oh, the you know, white people are fucking crazy. But I'm like, bro, it's going to happen. Like, There's going to be something that's going to be so stupid, like beyond belief, and it's going to happen. And people are going to follow that follow that shit. Like they already have. Like you're talking about like jumping off a boat. Yeah. What's the more What's the more recent one? The, was it the milk crate challenge? Have you seen that one? The, I heard of it. Where you like you stack up the milk crates and you have to like walk up them like they're a staircase. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember and those. obviously people just fucking fall and, like, break their neck, like. I mean, I guess the biggest one was, like, the Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah, that's exactly the one that actually got fucking Tide Pod banned in places and started, some stores started locking them up and stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, let's just eat 
fucking laundry detergent. Yeah, like clearly nobody thought that was going to be like this fucking wow. Yeah, I mean it's like these are teenagers. They're not they're not like small children. They should fucking know. Mm-hmm. You don't eat fucking laundry detergent. But the yeah, but the power of clout is so strong, man. It's such a, it's so crazy, man. That like and like maybe as a teenager, I kind of I can get it too. Cuz I was a teenager during what? Like fucking uh what 2012 I was I finished high school and then uh like I could still could be considered a teenager till like 2015. I was there to see like a lot of like the social media shit rising. Yeah. And like I get it. Like you're it's so it's so easy to just accept doing dumb shit and just being like yeah, like I felt cool for a second, but yeah, that's just mentality some kid, some of these kids have nowadays. Well, I mean, as it's shown in the film, people just want to fit in. They want to be accepted mm-hmm. by whatever group or whatever. Like the main character Mia is definitely in the beginning shown as being sort of an outcast. Also, his uh, Jade's brother, which I guess is like the vocal point of the plot. Yeah, other yeah. than Mia. Yeah, he's a bit of an outcast. He only hangs out with, like, one kid who's age who apparently smokes and drinks, even though he's, like, 14, but... Okay, I don't think I've ever... Did he drink? No, he just said he would. Yeah. I don't think he... Who knows if he drinks, but he said he would drink. I just think that he was one of those guys that say, like, oh, yeah, I do this shit, but he never really does. Like when, like in the beginning of the scene where he's like smoking, or oh, he's lending the cigarette towards uh, Riley. Yeah. Like he's giving it to him like it's a, a like a blunt. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't give like cigarettes to somebody like that. It's yeah. Even when she came up, she's like, yeah, I don't actually smoke them. They just like light them and burn them. Yeah. Like, I don't think these guys know that you put the cigarette in your mouth first and then you light it up on the other side. You don't pass it around like it's a fucking blunt. <laughs> yeah, well, like many of us, myself included, we've been brainwashed to think smoking looks cool. So, because it kind of looks cool. Not that I'm encouraging it, but I can understand, you know, back in the day when you got those fake, like, uh, candy. They're called in our days. They're called candy chalk, but I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be candy cigarettes. Oh yeah, I remember those. Smoke them. <laughs> oh, or did you do that thing in the cold where like it was so cold that like you do? <sighs> yeah, pretend to be smoking. Yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. That's cool, man. You just shoot smoke out of your mouth. You got. <sighs> uh yeah, I did that yeah, a lot it's, too. It's like uh to bring back a data reference it's like Seinfeld says it's like yeah it's intimidating you'd be like look I'm breathing like smoke and fire out of my mouth hey that's cool <laughs> that's cool uh, that's funny but yeah it's just a a general theme of like you know trying to be to fit in trying to be accepted and how it kind of like you just go beyond what you're comfortable with just because you want to fit in you know and then once you do fit in, then you sort of like get egged on to, you know, do even more, right? Than you normally would. So, but that sort of theme of the film stops, like, I don't know, like a third or halfway through the film, I want to say. Yeah. Once things start to go wrong, you know. 
Alright, well, we're almost like 40 minutes in, so let's break it down. Okay, so, jeez. <laughs> Being possessed. Yeah. So the film opens up with, we get introduced to the main characters. Mia, Jade, Riley. Well, actually, no. First thing that happens is we start out at a party. And you see a guy going through, like, oh, where's a duck it or... Yeah, duck it. Duck it. And everyone's like, oh, he's in the room, right? So they go into fucking... Eventually, this guy's like, I'm breaking in this door. So he breaks in this guy's door. And this guy's like, has his shirt off. So like scratches all over his body and cuts. So something's fucking happened, right? Mm-hmm. So as, as soon as he comes out, everyone's like pulls up their phones and starts filming. And that's sort of like the social media thing where it's like any fucked up scenario, people just pull out their phones. Like, yeah, even though it's like disrespectful, right? I mean, back in our days, we had world star. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty disrespectful when you think about it, but yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. Then he tells people to get rid of their phones and fucking Duckett comes out from the back to shanks the man in the shoulder and then runs outside and stabs himself right through the head. So this film's off to a pretty fast start of just like, this is something's fucked up going on, right? Yeah. Anyway, after that, we get introduced to, you know, the main characters, uh, Mia. So she's supposed to be 17. Yeah. You know, she's struggling with life. Her mom died a couple years ago. Off of suicide. Yeah, off of suicide. Uh, She has her best friend, Jade. Well, we haven't been introduced to Jade yet. So we introduced to Riley, who's like the brother of her best friend. Jade, so she uh, ends up meeting up with him, picking him up, and then there's a scene where they're singing the fucking chandelier. They're singing yeah. chandelier, and they stop <laughs> in the middle of the road, and they see a dead kangaroo. <laughs> so, God, I was literally one. I thought it was a deer. I thought it was too, <laughs> because we're Canadian. So I literally went on Reddit, and people were like, "Yeah." Remember that scene with the dead deer? And it's like, it was a kangaroo. And it's like the amount of and people are like, yeah, the amount of times I've seen people say this, like <laughs> say it was a deer. And it's like, I, it's like, cause I'm not, I don't just see kangaroos running around fucking exactly. Toronto. Like, exactly. why would they hit a kangaroo? That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. But you remember, this is not Canada. Yeah. Or, or like United States in general. This is not like anywhere else in the world other than Australia. So yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, it's dying on the side of the road, and Max Riley's like, oh, yeah, I got to put out his misery, and Mia almost runs it over, but doesn't, and she just lets it live, you know? Which is a character quality that follows, but... She cannot put people out of their misery, even if they're suffering, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's not an easy thing to do. No, of course not. Not everyone's just going to, like, kill an animal or kill a person just because they're suffering, like... Just take a life. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not a common quality for people to have, honestly. I said, unlike the other movie we just watched, she actually hesitates on killing people. Yeah. Unlike the thing where man (laughs) fucking Kurt Russell just fucking shoot questions, ask, shoot first, ask questions later kind of guy. (laughs) So, yeah. After that happens, they get introduced to Jade and Jade's kind of like introduces being sort of, I don't know, addicted to social media and, you know, her relationship with her boyfriend, Daniel, right? 
to the point that she didn't end up picking up her brother, you know, she left, left him on red essentially. Yeah. So she has a, she has a, she has a problem with that. So Mia's trying to talk to her about this incident. She's just ignoring him, like picking up her phone, which is a fucking insanity test. Oh, sorry. Crazy frog, uh, ringtone. The ring, 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 ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I don't know why they went with that. One, but I don't know. Man. That's kind of dated now. Teenage girls, man. That's probably something from her childhood or something. Yeah. When I think about it, if I was thinking about the ages. Yeah. That came out like twenty two thousand something. Yeah. Like the late two thousands, but anyway, so they uh. They briefly mentioned there's like something going around where it's like a trend or someone's trend where it shows it kind of looks like people being possessed or something. Yeah. They're just kind of just brushed off the side briefly. So mm-hmm. Mia's like, okay, I, can you hang out with me? Like it's the second anniversary of my mom's death. Like I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And Jade's like, yeah, I guess we can hang out. But like Jade knows that Mia is not really like hip with the crowd she's with. So. Mm. but she still like kind of takes pity on her and be like, yeah, we'll hang out, you know, brings her over to this person's house. And the person there was basically like, what is a normie doing here? Right. Essentially. She literally said like, oh, I don't like her because she's too clean or something. Like she doesn't do anything. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know? So anyway, they're all there. Uh, <laughs> Riley included. Also, we get introduced to the mom who's just like fucking... <laughs> The mom's an interesting character. We'll be me as a parent. Let's just be honest, man. I like you, you know when you're like you're of like you think when you're a parent you're not like gonna be fucking stupid. Yeah. Like I already know when you're like you're gonna already know when your kids are gonna be doing fucking drinking or smoking because like I I fell for this shit you know like I I done this shit in my life. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I can relate, in a sense, like, what you guys are going to do. Yeah, once again, I have to make my uh, weekly Back to the Future reference. It's where at the beginning we're fucking, the mother's like, I never, you know, drank or smoked, or I never parked in with a boy. Yeah, they're fucking lying. (laughs) They already know. And modern movies are more, like, into that thing of the parents calling out their children and be like, yeah, I know what you're doing. Just be responsible sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. At one point the Jay's like, yeah, I'm going with Daniel. And it's like, Oh, he had, he's a Christian boy. Doesn't anything like, yeah, he still has a dick. Like, <laughs> but that's the actual line. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I know like you're a teenager. Like I just don't be stupid essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and then proceeds to be stupid. <laughs> that's more of a modern horror movie thing was to have parents calling out their kids for doing the same shit they did. Yeah. Not like back in the day, the parents all had to be like, oh, "I would, ne- I'd never do anything like that." You, you, you took a sip of alcohol. You smoked a reefer. <laughs> reefer. You smoked one marijuana. You smoked a marijuana. No longer my child. <laughs> That's more like an '80s horror movie trend where all the parents were all like good Christians or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Yeah. They couldn't imagine their child having sexual intercourse. Yeah, exactly, like which is kind of crazy because I'm like, it wasn't the 60s Woodstock. <laughs> well, you're having premarital sex. I studied the blade. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so they go to the party. Then like they get, in, they get introduced to the main, you know, premise of the film is the 
What's the friend's name? Joss? Joss? Or the other one? The girl. The girl. The girl. His name's Joss? No, the Joss is the guy. Joss? Uh, Max? Is it Max? Max? Uh. Oh, Haley. Oh, Haley. Haley, okay. Haley, yeah. So, yeah, Haley is... Uh, Haley, Joss is the other guy who's, like, friends or something with Haley. So, yeah. Yeah, they're just, like, they have this thing where... You sit in a chair and they have this like weird looking hand that looks like it's like going to shake your hand, but it's like made of ceramic. So it's like, okay, here's what you do. You light the candle, put your, like shake the hand of the hand and then you say like, talk to me. And then it's, the ghosts appear. Yeah. So I, I kind of like this part because like, I feel like the way they shot this is like perfectly executed. They show talk. Uh, they say talk to me, and immediately it fucking shows up. Yeah, I mean that's one good thing I've noticed about this film is it moves. It doesn't hesitate to bring like the horror elements. There's no slow burn to it. It's like all very immediate. So yeah, it's like you have to accept it. You have to accept this story right now. Yeah, exactly. So does they even give you like time to breathe in a second, like? You already had, you established the main character. You established a, a dynamic, but yeah, immediately gone to the fucking like races. Yeah, I mean, I think it. Like I said, it depends on the type of film. Like the last film we talked about, it was more of a slow build up, which worked with the premise of the film, which was like distrust and paranoia. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is more about like, sort of. I guess in a way there's a something of like the whole social media and instant gratification, right? Yeah. So to have the horror also be instant sort of fits in the theme of just like the pace and be like, okay, ghost right now, fucking guy died in the first like two minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, like you need to have everything go like quickly. Right. Yeah. It's also like the fact that it goes so quickly also makes it sort of disorienting in a way. You know, but anyway. Do you think that that has something to do with their background being like YouTubers? Like where, you know, when you're doing a YouTube short or like a skit or whatever, they're usually obviously fast paced. Like you got to really get to the point right away to keep people's interest. Yeah, it could be because it's like that makes sense because it's like when you watch a YouTube, if you're not like in on the first like minute of the fucking thing, then you're not going to watch the rest of it. Yeah. So they really got to rope you in so yeah even the same thing with a tiktok like you only have like fucking like 30 to a minute to really like reel in somebody from every especially if it's a longer content not like a sort joke for like 10 or 15 seconds yeah but like yeah maybe maybe in a sense this is how like modern you could say that like how modern horror movies are now like they're a bit more quicker pace uh to try to get into the thing i mean i mean I, I talking about some of the issues i had with this film i think some of it is a detrimental like it's too fast it's too fast and doesn't explain or there's some sections of the movie that i would want more explored rather than just like okay we're going from plot a to b and we're running into c right now and goodbye <laughs> yeah that you could you could argue that as an issue because it's like yeah you sort of 
as we mentioned, sort of things get left behind because it's like you have to keep the same sort of pace throughout the film. Yeah, it's a pro and a con. Sometimes the pro works for what it's trying to get out of the story, but sometimes when you're milking that shit immediately, you're not letting half of the other side just rest on it. Exactly. So, I mean, I thought it, uh, when I think about it, I think it worked out most of the time yeah. throughout the film. But, uh, yeah, so we get introduced. She sees this ghost, and then she obviously is f- freaked out because it's like a weird fucking looking ghost just in front of her. And they're like, oh, yeah, you got to say, like, let me in, right? So the fucking, she ends up not, they, they, she ends up getting peer pressured into doing it. Everyone's like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll do it, you know? So she does it. She says, let me in. And she gets fucking possessed. So. At the beginning, they established they can't let it go more than 90 seconds because apparently if you do, then the ghosts end up staying inside you or something. Mm-hmm. I don't... That, Who built this lore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we find out later who might have built it, but it's also like... Yeah, so... She ends up getting possessed by some ghost who does some freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Basically being like going up to Riley and be like, hey, that guy's behind you now. You better run. And she starts like fucking chanting. So 90 seconds go by and they try to take the thing from her, but she won't let it go. So she ends up going over the 90 seconds and like the lights start going off and the doors start like opening and closing, you know? Mm-hmm. So but they finally get it off her and then they're like, oh, how was it? And she's like, oh yeah, that was great. I'm like, really? That didn't look fucking fun at all. That looked <laughs> horrifying. You know why? I think it's like a euphoric sense of things. Like, like, I think she explains later that, like, like you're in your body, but you're not in control of it. So it's kind of like you're looking at your whole body at it, like a third person's perspective. Yeah, it's the being John Malkovich syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Where you get to experience, like, an out-of-body experience sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you know, like, get out. I don't think that was pleasurable for the person. <laughs> But like, yeah, basically, just like your, you know, you euphoric sense. So it's kind of like a drug in a sense because then Mia kind of reacts to it like a drug. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, it's so great," you know. Yeah. She's talking about how great it was, even though some freaky shit was happening, right? Yeah. So anyway, she that's sort of like her in to the be part of the crowd, I guess, or whatever this crowd is. Yeah. And gets she accepted did, by it. She does the, she does the thing, the popular thing, and then gets accepted by the crowd. Yeah. So after that, you see, uh, Riley's still shaking about the incident, tries to sleep with his sister. And she's like, no, you're, you're too old for this. Get out of my room. Right. But Mia's like, okay, I'll accept you. Right. Yeah. And this is where we find out a little bit more about her, backstory with her mom how she died which was apparently she took too many sleeping pills on accident supposedly Mm -hmm. and then like she died and then she apparently was scratching at the door trying to get out and her dad couldn't get through because her body was blocking the way so so just pretty tragic generally speaking yeah and sort of just established why Maybe she had this intense need to fit in because she said she felt alone after she felt mm-hmm. depressed. I mean, obviously losing your parent as like a a, a child is is hard. Of course, for anyone losing your parent at any, like any age, assuming you have a good relationship with your parents, is hard. So yeah, 
So yeah, understandably, she may have like, especially at that kind of age, definitely is going to fuck with you. So, so after that happens, you know, they, uh, they mentioned that, uh, they want to, they want to do it again or Jade's boyfriend wants to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they get a, they get a kind of funny scene where the mom's going around trying to confront everyone, but like, when's the party? Like, yeah. what do you mean? There's no party. There's a party. I am. I'm not stupid. You know, like, yeah. He's like, you're not drinking. <laughs> he says to the guy, like, my, my, my daughter's vagina is off limits. I'm like, bro, mom comes in and says that in front of you. Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but it's like, yeah. So there actually wasn't a party. They just invited these, like, few people over, uh, Haley and Joss. Yeah, and that's it. And then, yeah, that's that's literally it. So they're... Uh, they start the whole possession thing again with Daniel and he does the fucking the most embarrassing shit, which is just, he starts like furious. Well, not furious. He starts masturbating or looking like he's going to. Yeah. He was just dry humping the table and then starts making out with the dog. Yeah. That was cringe, man. That was just so nasty. And everyone's like, (laughs) this this guy. Yeah. Nah, that's just disgusting, Grog. (laughs) Like I would just walk out. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're filming it and it's going to go, it's like, delete it. So, Another thing about the social media age is you can't delete yourself off the internet once you're on it. So you're on it, you're on it forever. Yeah. Yeah, unless someone decides to take over fucking Google and delete everything. <laughs> yeah. Take them down, you know. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, but they then Mia goes again. He just shows like a compilation of them having a good time, mm-hmm. you know, being possessed by the souls of the dead. You know, pretty standard. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, man. So like, don't you know when we have party? If we ever have a party here, can we can we start you know partying with the dead? Yeah, let me let me go buy a Ouija board. So yeah, man. Was it good? It was you know what? Hell, was it a psychic here or like a medium here? Yeah. On God, and we just start like rolling blunts here. We start smoking it up. Oh, good times, good times. Yeah. So I mean, psychic Katrina. Wait, that's not the rhyme. I don't remember the rhymes, but. What what's, what bar is this? What song? Uh, the song Gold Digger. Bitch like Katrina? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they're having a good time. And at one point, once they go through all that, they're the other two are about to wrap it up because they had something else to do. At 11, they had to go to another party or something to go to. Yeah. Because I guess they're just running this as like a, a touring show, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> for clout. Mm-hmm. So... Riley's like, oh, can I try? And Jade's like, no, you can't try. You're too young, right? And then he's like, you don't ever do anything fun, you know? You're just like a a wet blanket, essentially. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. And just like, I hate you. She storms out, right? And then he's, and Riley goes up to Mia and he's like, oh, yeah, please, can I try it, right? And he's like, I don't know. You are pretty young. He's like, oh, you never take my side. It's like, I take both sides. Like, well, you're not. You're not doing that now. I'm like, there's no winning in this argument. Yeah. He's either you take it side or you don't. So, yeah. Which again, it's like, like, okay, I know they're kids. I get it. I get it. They're not the best at making rational decisions. But Mia, she, he is fucking 12 years old. He's going to get over it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you ever shout out to any parents in the room, 
don't be afraid to make your children mad at you because they will get over it as long as it's not something serious. Yeah. If it's something like that, like you didn't let them go fucking drink at, at like a party or like at a bar when they're like 15, right? Yeah. They're going to get over it. Yeah. So just exactly. don't be afraid to be the bad guy sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, me. Like, I, I understand this guy probably has seen you do this like multiple times. So you feel, he feels like, he could totally do it, and that's that's understandable. But it's like, just say no, fuck. Like, what is he gonna do? Steal the hand? <laughs> yeah, from the two people. No. So. Exactly. So why are you tripping? <laughs> Once again, it sort of like comes down to her wanting to be accepted by people. So her, like, I guess Riley is one of her closest friends. So she didn't. She's like didn't take his side there. He felt like she would have. He would have rejected her. And, you know, being a teenager, you don't think in the long term like that. You're just like, oh, this person doesn't like me now. Now our friendship is over forever. Yeah. So that's not how things work. In the real yeah, fair world, enough. Yeah. So that was probably her reason. So she says, okay, you can do it for 50 seconds. So he starts doing it. And then uh, the spirit ends up being her mom. So she starts talking to Mia and be like, so once the 50 seconds up, it's like, oh, it's 50 seconds, but Mia, it's like, oh, no, it's my mom. We got to keep it going, right? Which is the worst decision, so. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm Joss or whatever, I'm just blowing that shit immediately. Like, I don't give a fuck if she's talking to her mom. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they thought they can take it to 90 seconds like everyone else and it'd be fine, but. Yeah. They didn't, so it ended up going longer. No, it was two minutes. That's what it ended up being. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Mio's apparently talking to her mom, and then at one point she starts doing, like, Riley starts doing weird stuff and starts bashing his head on the table. And, like, at one point he tries to fucking gouge his own eye out, or he does gouge his own eye out. Yeah. Like, just, like, tears it out with his hand. And then he, like, flies across the room and starts bashing his thing. This is where Jade runs in and prevents him from, like, fatally smashing his head on the table, like, blocking his with his hand. So... It's pretty fucked up, obviously. This no, is, yeah, it's all of a sudden it's all fun and games until it isn't, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's like the classic saying: "It's all fun and games until someone loses an eye." Hey, <laughs> literally. Like literally. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this is so obviously it's pretty bad. He ends up in the hospital. You know, the mom's just like freaking out, understandably. Yeah. Jade, me ends up going to go see him, but they're still like blaming her for it. So, for, for why? I have no idea. Well, I mean, I can understand why Jade would blame her because yeah. she wasn't involved. She she was not in the room, right? She, yeah. She but I don't get, know why the mom was blaming. The mom is just like, oh, you gave him something because she's like earlier. She was like, yeah, you took drugs, right? When she like smoked marijuana one time, right? Yeah. So she thinks she's like a drug addict or something, like. Yeah. Or she does a lot of drugs or something. So, which is not true, but it's like she's hysterical at this point. So she's just kind of looking for, you know. But yeah. So she's just lashing out. Yeah. Exactly. Which is understandable once again. You know, yeah. You come home, your fucking 12 year old son's like fucking face is smashed and he's missing an eye. Yeah. After hanging out with like some people, you'd be like, okay, well, what the fuck did you guys do to my son? Right. Yeah. Like, why? There's no way he'd do this himself. Yeah logically speaking so but uh so this is where mia starts to see things she sees like starts seeing her mom 
ends up going to the bathroom and like hears her mom like locked in the fucking bathroom door. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she's starting to go a little crazy here. So yeah, Daniel's like, oh, are you okay? Meanwhile, she's like sobbing in tears. Yeah, like yeah, no, I don't think she is, bro, mate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I gotta bring that one in. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel offers to take her home, you know, get her out of there because she's not really welcome there and obviously she's distressed. So, so this is where I sort of get the whole tension, I guess, the weird sexual tension between them. Yeah. Where they're like talking, be like, oh, can you come stay with me? It's like, oh, I can't. That'd be weird because, you know, Jane's like, Oh, we're just friends, right? Like, there's yeah. nothing weird about just two friends staying together. Also, okay, I'm sorry, Mia, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I'm sorry. Like, I, I told you, she is on a bingo card of, like, terrible fucking decisions. A, fucking letting a 12-year-old kid be involved in these fucking demonic shits. B, asking your best friend's boyfriend no matter what history or friendship you have to stay at your house after a traumatic experience that's not good at all <laughs> don't ever ever do that <laughs> yeah exactly so anyway she and she invites him to the house and you know they started like talking and once again the weird sexual it's, tension it's it's flirting. flirting no matter how you how much how much you slice it it's flirting it's flirting but then uh daniel finally comes to his senses and kind of is like okay well sort of comes to his senses and be like okay sorry you know it's not going any further although they still sleep in the same bed together for some fucking reason yeah i know like what the fuck like she could sleep on the floor or, or he, he could, could sleep on the floor. Or the couch or something. Well, not in a couch because the dad is home, I, I believe. Guess, yeah. So he can sleep on the floor. Yeah, he can sleep on the floor. And I know Paul and Mia is like, oh, no, 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 no. It's my house. Like, you can sleep on the bed. Yeah, that's where you say, I'm either sleeping on the floor or I'm leaving, right? Essentially. Or, or just like, yeah, one of you guys fucking comp- compromise, man. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, they sleep. I, I guess they don't sleep together. That's one thing. That's okay, I guess. Maybe. It's still the worst decision to do, but they, they sleep in... They sleep <laughs> head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. Head to toe. Yeah, it would just be weird if they just slept like... It's like, it's like spooning? <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be even more sauce, but anyway... <laughs> Mia wakes up in the middle of the night and hears like some found out something <laughs> found out that he wasn't there. First of all, she has a nightmare of her like, well, a night a nightmare. I say she had, first of all, it's a dream with her like feeling up, getting felt up by Daniel, and then it's cuts to her mom's suicide. You know, again, yeah. and then she wakes up like obviously in a panic because it's a nightmare, and then she sees like something in the corner of the room and it's like one of the ghosts i guess it's like a weird uh, so fun fact that's the that's the ghost from the beginning of the film oh, that's the no the one that mia's first sorry second sees the first she first sees the old man and then she sees the old lady yeah so it's sort of implied she might be possessed by ghosts because it's like she went over the 90 seconds, so this ghost mm-hmm. might have stayed in her. 
like mm-hmm. they said, if you go over 90 seconds, the ghost stay in you. So, yeah. So at one point he sees the ghost just like sucking on Daniel's foot. Right. And then it cuts back and she's the one sucking on his foot. So once again, she's fucking possessed by the ghost. Yeah. And Daniel wakes up. He's like, what the fuck's going on? That's obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's like, he just leaves and storms out. And this is where, uh, the ghost of her mom shows up again, basically being like, no, I, I didn't kill myself. Right. It was an accident. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she says, oh, you need to help Riley, whatever that means. Right. Yeah. So she thinks that she can help Riley by performing the ritual again. They said like part of the ritual is blowing out the candle. And if you don't blow out the candle, then you don't close the door. So that's what happened to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Jade at this point is like for some reason is on board with this. So they go, they bring the hand back, which Mia stole, by the way. I forgot to mention that Mia stole that hand. Yeah, I don't know how they did not notice that. Yeah. I guess they maybe they did, they just don't know who it is, but Right. I mean the police they did get investigated by the police, so maybe they thought the police took it. Or something. Right? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, yeah, so they go back to the hospital, try the ritual again on Riley, and it doesn't doesn't fucking do anything. Also, Riley, there was another scene where they had him wake up again and fucking just try and kill himself again. And they say yeah. anytime he wakes up, he just tries to kill himself. So Yeah. So. It's like even more brutal. It's just like him backing like his head to like the fucking cement. Is it the, the it's tile. the cement tiles? Sorry. The tiles of the hospital just cracking them, yeah. 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 Like goddamn it, and he's not even—he's on the floor. The amount of fucking force this guy is doing to his fucking head is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Oh, break the fucking like cement, like, and he's on the floor. So it's like, yeah, crazy—it's a crazy people uh, power, as you like to say. Yeah, exactly. So, so they, uh, yeah, Haley and Joss tell them that like. They got the hand from this guy before. They say apparently the spirits can imitate people. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, a little sauce when you think about they saw her mom, right? Yeah. So that's a that's a, a hint there. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, they get back to the hospital, try to fucking unpossess him. But then he's like, okay, what if he's in the spirit realm? I can go talk to him in the spirit realm. So she goes, does the thing, sees the... Seems well, like, I think that before they had they meet up with uh the brother of uh Drew Gerd or whatever his name is. Duck it. it's Drew Gerd. <laughs> Drew Gerd. <laughs> yeah, that's how they found out. He's just like, Yeah, eventually the spirits will leave your body if they're in there long enough. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're like, Well, it's it's not happening, right? It's been too long, right? Yeah. So but uh yeah, so they after they find out all that information, they basically said, yeah, Duckett was the original holder of this hand, and he kept doing it, and he just eventually went crazy. Yeah. So, as Mia seems to be doing so far, so. Pretty much. So, they try the ritual again, and she tries to go to the spirit realm, and ends up seeing, like, the fucking little girl from the sixth sense or something, I don't know. <laughs> the ghost, yeah. little girl ghost from the sixth sense, and she's just like, yeah, can you take him to him? And it's like, yeah. So then the 
the ghost allows her into her spirit. And this is, I think, the scene you said was fucked up where you just see, like, flashes of him being, like, tortured in hell or... Yeah, or, like, or fucking, like purgatory. And it's all, it's all red. And you just see this kid, like... It looks like his, he's being pulled. Like, he's being eaten or, like, mauled by like, zombies. He's, yeah, he's being fucked. Yeah. He's being, like... This kind of looks like a fucking renaissance painting essentially of just like hell yeah or just like naked bodies everywhere just like mishmash together just like fucking ganging up on this one kid yeah it's like it looks like you don't really get to see it too clearly but you're like fuck that's messed up like, yeah nah, that's fucked and it's like yeah it's really yeah it just looks pretty bad so she wakes up and she's fucking terrified which i think anyone would be if you saw that yeah of course so they uh she's like okay well he's fucked essentially and they're not gonna let him go <laughs> well yeah he's getting fucked <laughs> yep <laughs> pretty much she has no hope anymore she's lost all hope so they're like uh damn what do we do like well she's like what, what am i supposed to do here right yeah so she goes home after seeing that and her dad's like hey I want to talk to you about your mom. And she's like, oh, yeah. She left this note. It's basically her suicide note, right? But then she's confused because the, the ghost mom was basically like, no, I didn't kill myself, right? So it's like, who's telling the truth here, right? So you're like, okay, well. She goes into her room and the mom ghost is like, no, it's a lie. That's not your father. That's like a fake father, right? So... You hear the dad banging on the door violently. And he like breaks in the room and it's like, he looks like he's possessed by the ghost and starts trying to strangle her. So she, meanwhile, she's fighting off. Meanwhile, the actual dad comes in. Yeah. And he's just like, what is going on here? Sees her like struggling. It ends up like getting on top of her right as she like stabs him in the neck, which is actually the worst timing of all time. I know. Right. Honestly, it's like almost planned. Yeah. It's like it was planned, so... Yeah. By the ghost, so... At this point, you know, the ghosts are, like, fucking with her. Like, for sure, you know, the ghosts are not. Yeah. They're gaslighters, so... But, uh... While that's happening, like, things at the hospital are the same, and then Jay gets a call from me and be like, hey, I know how to... I know how to solve the problem. You need to come to my house. And mm. she's like, okay, I'll go, and then... The twist is she wasn't at her house. She was right in the parking lot of the hospital. Yeah. Because she thinks she needs to go essentially kill Riley to put him out of his misery to free him from the ghosts. Yeah. Because the mom's like, yeah, you got to free him from the ghosts, mm -hmm. right? By putting him out, by killing him. That's the only way he'll ever be free. Mm -hmm. So. Which is funny because it does contradict everything that's like that. that everyone already... who's not, everyone who's not a ghost has said, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, if you just wait long enough, the ghost will go away, right? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. So she uh, sneaks in there. Sue, the mother, is there. And be like, yeah, you know, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. After they were shown the evidence that he, she didn't do anything to him, right? And she's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I just couldn't accept it. So she's like, okay, can you leave us alone? So meanwhile, she walked in with, like, scissors in her back pocket. Yeah, like how nobody in a hospital could fucking realize that like who cares if it's just scissors but like 
It's a sharp object. Like, you can't just... Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm not going to walk in with, like, a fucking knife in the hospital and be like, yeah, it's just my, my kitchen knife, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you walking around with scissors for? Like Exactly. Like, what are you going to do with those? <laughs> I know. Got to cut my hair here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? Anyway, she... The mom leaves her alone. The worst... Sorry. The worst thing about those scissors is that it wasn't even, like, black scissors. It was fucking orange. It's so like it stands it, out. It stands out, and nobody says anything. Like, well, Australia, what's what's up with you guys, man? They got a lot of problems in Australia <laughs> to worry about. You know, <laughs> I guess scissors aren't a big one. Kangaroo population, yeah. Kangaroos, fucking birds attacking them in the certain seasons. Giant, Forest fires, gi- giant ass spiders. Yep. They got a lot of shit going on down there. They got to worry about. <laughs> Person walking around says there's no concern. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she is just like sitting there with him and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to free you. And then the ghosts would start taunting and be like, yeah, you, you're you not going to free him. He's ours now, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. so and he's like, well, I'll show you. And goes to stab him. And then she, once again, she doesn't follow through with it. So, yeah, I think she sees the kangaroo. Yeah, she sees, like, a vision of the kangaroo and be like, oh, I can't do it, right? So, here's my thing. I, I thought, like, I, I read people thinking that, like, the kangaroo was the taunter. I, maybe it was. Maybe the kangaroo, maybe it was the taunter. Maybe it gave her the idea of, like, what she does next. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, what she does next is you find out that they've disappeared from the hospital and basically what happened was Mia, oh yeah, in the meantime, Jade has gone to her house, has gone in and sees fucking the dad just bleeding out. He's still alive, yeah. thankfully. But she's like, oh, he needs a hospital. And it's like, oh, I'm at Mia's house. Like, oh, Mia's already here. It's like, no, she's dangerous, right? So she managed to get back to the hospital and sees Mia like taking the brother out on a wheelchair to like the fucking side of the highway. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, why is there a hole in that fence? Like, right next to the highway. That seems a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, her intention is she's going to push the brother in, right? Yeah, and let somebody else kind of Yeah, so, deal with the it. ghost taunting her, and then the mom goes, is like, yeah, do it. I'll take care of him. He'll be with us forever. And I think at this point, she finally realized she's being gaslit. Yeah. So, there's, there's a theory about, like, the mom, like, another indication that, like, she wasn't... Like she wasn't the mom, she was the demon. Is that the more that you see her, the more like wet she becomes? Apparently, yeah, she face. becomes more wet, she becomes more bloated. You, you can hear like weird water sounds whenever she's around. When it's like her mom killed herself by taking sleeping pills, she didn't kill herself by drowning. Yeah, so it wouldn't, so, make, it wouldn't make any sense why she's all wet. Yeah, so that's very reminiscent to the fucking de- the, the demon that she's like talking to who has possession over Riley. Yeah. So she's just trying to manipulate Mia into killing him so she could finally have him. Yeah, I mean, so she eventually realizes and she lets go of the wheelchair and then it cuts to just a car crash and Mia wakes up. She's all fucking bruised. Everyone's like, oh, what's going on? And then she teleports to the hospital. Mm-hmm. She sees, uh, you know, Jade and the mom and Riley. Riley's gotten a lot better. Like, he looks almost like fine right yeah he's still in the hospital but he's like his face isn't all smashed up anymore yeah and she's the dad just like walking away 
So she tries to chase him, but then all the lights start getting turned out. And she just ends up in the dark. And then she sees like a match from far away. She ends up going to it. There's a hand extending. She takes the person's hand and they're speaking in apparently Greek. And then they're like, they're like he just says, oh, talk to me, right? And that's the end of the movie. So yeah. it's implied she fucking died and became a ghost. Like, yeah. because she, I think they said when you die, when you're possessed by the ghost or something, then they get your soul or something. Yeah. So this is a bleak ending. Really bleak if you're Mia. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bleak. They are planning on making a sequel, apparently. So mm. I don't oh. know. Yeah, I mean, apparently the stupidest part they said was the hand was apparently a case, like a person's actual hand that was encased in ceramic. It's like, yeah, there's another hand out there. I'm like, yeah, usually people have two hands. So like, yeah, that would make sense. Why is another hand? Yeah. Wow. So what? The second one is just the other hand? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think this one was implied it was the same hand. It just said fucking got passed around that to it's either Greece or a bunch of Greek people. I don't know. Because mm. it yeah. made sense because it was still the same hand that she, that uh, the guy was shaking the hands with, right? So Because that was the left hand and he was shaking with his left hand. So, uh, so it's implied it's the same exact hand. So it just got passed around to another fucking country. Crazy. Kind of like the ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it literally is the ring. Uh, yeah, and that's talk to me. Look, I, I love the grief aspects of the thing. You can really feel like mournful and sorrow and sorrow for what Mia's going through. But my gosh, she's such a dumb character. Yeah, I mean, I guess the idea is it's sort of like, like I was saying, she's her mom dying fucked her up so much mentally that she doesn't like make good decisions anymore. She just kind of acts out of desperation. Yeah. And desperation I, to be accepted, desperation to save people. And I guess that's what they say. Demons try to look for the ones that they could take most advantage. I mean, hey, shout outs to the exorcist review we did. Same reason. Yeah. I mean, it's also implied, I think, why the guy in the beginning killed himself because the, the brother was like, you guys weren't his friends. Like you were just using him, right? Like, the brother probably had the same thing going on. Like, he was an outcast who just wanted to be accepted. So mm. he ended up doing this more and more and more until it fucking, he got possessed and got driven crazy. Mm. Yeah, so that's I, true. That's the idea of how not only, I mean, people get pressured into things. It's not just demons pressuring in you and it's actual people pressuring in. Yeah. The demons are, like, people. They're a metaphor for, for peer pressure. Yeah, pretty from, much. From social media, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, look, uh, I'm going to rate this. Uh, I'm going to give it another eight. Because uh, it's my ding review. Yeah, eight. Yes, I am giving it a 7.5. Okay. Because, like we said, there was some, like, like uh, maybe a little of the like issues with the plot. But uh, other than that, like I said, the acting was, was like, it was good. Honestly, it was beyond that. It was definitely above average for sure. Yeah. The directing cinematography was good. Like the actual tension, the atmosphere in the film was, you know, scary. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just some, like I said, maybe. Yeah. Plots. Plot. Dreads didn't really make sense. It didn't go anywhere. 
could have more exploration on some of these characters because some of these characters are kind of likable, you know? Yeah, I mean, you could have gone like more like talk about fucking Jade, maybe a little more, maybe Daniel a little more. Yeah. I mean, maybe even Riley a little more. Yeah. Like he, oh, they, oh, fuck. If anybody who needed any help with explaining was fucking Jade. Yeah, man. She's, you know how they say in the movie, she's like boring as hell, right? I'm like, yeah, she's such a boring character. There's nothing there. Yeah, she literally just doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, it's literally like stale milk. Like, there's nothing about her character that I kind of want to even latch on. You're trying to find a character to latch on to in this, in this movie. Because, like, Riley already gets fucked up, so he's out of the... I guess Riley would be the one to latch on to as, like, you feel sorry for him. Yeah. You know, but, like, other than, like, because you're not really latching on to Mia because the majority of the time you're just like, what the fuck is this character? She's so stupid. Mia's just losing her mind over here. Yeah, she's stupid. So it's like, you're not really, it's not relating to you. Yeah, exactly. And Daniel is just, like, basically doesn't do anything, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And then the other two, Haley and Joss, I think you're meant to not just like, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I wish they would have been more involved, though, at the end. But, again, like, everybody doesn't get involved at the end, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even Haley and Joss were just like, yeah, none of this is our fault. This is your problem now. Bye. Yeah, just, bye. Gone from the movie. Yeah, see you, see you later. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you should burn that. I'm like, oh, all of a sudden now they're responsible. Yeah. Now they're telling you to like, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. Right. Anyways. So, yeah, that's talk to me. We have talked to you. Yeah, we're talked. Uh, I'm out of here, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. As is tradition. As is tradition. All right. Well, wait, did you, you gave me the scores. Eight. I'm leaning around 8 or 7.5 now. I'm, like, in that cusp. So, same as you. Yeah. Uh. Still still an enjoyable movie. Would recommend. It's not very long, still. Yeah, I know. You can quick if you're a, get by. If you're a horror movie fan, then, yeah, just give it a look. Yeah, if you're, you're trying to find a recent modern horror movie to like, it's up there. Yeah, so, anyway, jog on, mate. So do you think like do you think Australians just like to give the boot to everybody yet? The boot? Yeah. A booting? Yeah. Is this a reference? I guess. Yeah. They give the boot. <laughs> that's not a that's not a knife. This is a knife. It's not as a spoon. You play knifey spoony before. <laughs> I'd like a coffee, please. <laughs> Beer it is. <laughs> Coffee bear air. <laughs> yeah. C O B E. I love that Man, shit. I just can't process anything that's not. <laughs> uh, okay, we're out. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>